0: Okay, everybody, I figured it out. The reason why you're all so stressed around me is because you're too intimidated to tell me what you really think. You're keeping all these feelings inside. That's what's really causing the stress. So what's the solution? Solution is honesty, laughter, and comedy. In short, a roast of Michael Scott. Anderson argues that while insults can be mean-spirited, the art that makes insults work can be combined with roasts to create something fun, full of mirth and camaraderie. Still, though, while comic amusement and non-seriousness is present in insult humor, Anderson recognizes that comedy remains particularly aggressive and or hostile. Indeed, roasts tend to create an in-group and an out-group. Maybe Michael should have been cautious in creating an environment where he's even further removed from the in-group of the non-bosses of the office. Oh my god, oh man, oh my god. I
1: consider myself a good person, but I'm gonna try to make him cry. I can already feel people's stress starting to melt. I think they're very excited about paying their respects this way. I've got to make sure.
0: That YouTube comes down to tape this. While Michael is convinced that his co-workers will treat him like a celebrity graciously taking themselves off a pedestal, his co-workers are clearly interested in his sanctioning an opportunity for them to publicly criticize, downgrade, and let their anger out at him.
1: So we all know how these work. Needs to get crazy. Take your best shot. I am going to sit right over a chair, and uh, whoever wants to come up and roast me, you may. Okay. Lower the mic for the midget.
0: If you ever wondered whether you were Michael Scott, here's a quiz to help. If you ever put sunblock on a window, you might be Michael Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I normally don't enjoy making people laugh. If you ever called the fire department because your head was stuck in your chair, you might be...
1: Michael Scott! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey! I don't go make burgers where you work and then tell you how to make burgers. (laughs)
0: Anderson makes it clear that There's a distinct difference, however, between being insulted and feeling insulted. In this instance, it appears that Michael is not actually insulted by her, some might say, sophomoric execution of a comedic formula. Therefore it might be said that Michael doesn't feel insulted, but may very well be insulted by the fact that everyone agrees. This may explain why Michael offers a retort, but the retort isn't expressed seriously or combatatively, but merely defensively, with a tint of play. Michael may very well not be ready for the amount of aggressiveness that is soon to come from his subordinates.
1: I have made a list of people that I would make out with before I would make out with Michael Scott. A turtle? A fridge? Yeah. Anybody from the warehouse, a wood chipper, Kevin, a candle, and Lord Voldemort. Anyway, happy birthday, Michael.
0: Yeah.
1: You'd be so lucky.
0: Good one. Again, Michael's feelings may not be hurt just yet, as those who are currently leveraging insult humor against him aren't hitting him very hard. Therefore, Anderson may argue that Michael doesn't feel insulted. Yeah, But clearly, insults which suggest that he is somehow dim-witted or unattractive still do insult him. That's why he continues to respond, although half-heartedly, to their less-than-destructive insults against him. Still, in good humor, Michael and the audience are very much able to laugh at Michael, possibly because he's yet to feel insulted, despite clearly being Sorry. Michael, you ran over me with your car. You posted a picture of my bare boobs on the bulletin board with a caption that said, gross. Well. Michael, you are the reason I drink. You are the reason I live to forget. This is clearly not a murthy insult nor does it target Michael in a way that is intended to injure him by claiming superiority or dominance. This appears to be more of an expression of her depression as a result of Michael's actions. Meredith's comments fail to disrespect Michael in any substantive way, nor do they stimulate mirth or the comic attitude in the audience. Therefore, one could very well competently argue that her contribution to the roast was neither comedic, roast-like, or insulting. Still though, Michael's facial expressions indicate that this expression of depression has caused him to feel insulted nevertheless. Obviously, he organized this roast to enhance the social solidarity of the office and to ironically evoke respect in the eyes of his co-workers. It's ironic that Meredith's less than insulting remark finally hit a chord with Michael.
1: I just want to take a minute to talk to you all about something very serious. Once every hour, someone is involved in an internet scam. That man is Michael Scott. He's supporting about 20 Nigerian princesses. Hey, you know what? Forgive me for caring, right? Well, you know, Michael is a great delegator. He never does any work himself, ever. (laughs) And one time, I walked in on him naked, and his thing is so small.
0: How small is it?
1: If it were an iPod, it would be a shuffle.
0: Anderson argues that there are some instances of insult humor that serve a purpose that goes beyond merely targeting the roastie. In this case, since Michael has wrangled up his co-workers, who see him every day and deal with his eccentric antics all the time, clearly no one is appealing to any broader or abstract notions having to do with ethical principles, norms, or collective social attitudes about certain topics. Rather, they're merely leveraging certain clearly negative traits, you know, stupidity, lack of sexual attractiveness, to aggressively injure the boss, who has emotionally injured them every day with his inappropriate behavior? Still, some roasters manage to combine both aspects. My claims we're all a family. We right? are. We
1: are a family. Oh okay, so um what's his name? All the way in the back, yeah. Oh, very funny. What's his name? Uh <laughs> I'm thinking Roy. Roy left years ago. What's his name? I don't believe I have had the pleasure. Michael, I gave you a ride home last week, and we spent an hour in traffic. What's his name? Jefferson. Nope.
0: His name is Michael. Michael. You're the loosiest, jerkiest, and you're dumber than applesauce We're stuck listening to you all day Stanley tried to die just to get away Well, it's true That's what I hate about you That's what I hate about you Now, a man who deserves no introduction, Michael Scott.
1: Can I make just a little announcement? In a professional roast, usually the roaster will say something nice about the roasty after they're done, something about how much they love them. So just keep that in mind.
0: Michael has become far more aware of his position as the boss as a result of both feeling and being insulted by his coworkers. They're clearly not just talking shit, that is, signaling that their mirth-inducing combination of insult, humor, and roasts should be taken non-seriously. Rather, they're not talking shit or saying something that should be taken non-seriously. Rather, they're plainly asserting or assuming dominance over him, while also revealing a lack of regard. It's no wonder Michael feels insulted while being insulted This is clearly why Michael aims to compare his less-than-mirth-inducing, at least for him, roast to those which he likely watched the night before. Still, whether Michael likes it or not, the mirth that was produced by his co-workers at his expense did so in virtue of their content. Clearly, then, there must be something more than just the perception of an attack and their insults. Clearly, their insults really do hurt their target. Uh, thank you <laughs> very much. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> great job, everybody. G- great last. <laughs> really, really went after my intelligence there. <laughs> Dozens of online IQ tests might prove me wrong, but <laughs> my thing isn't tiny, it's average, so I'm get your facts straight. But. <laughs> When I heard there was going to be a roast in my honor, I, I thought that, um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a frog in my throat. Um, I decided to jot down some quick thoughts about you people. Um, uh, I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget. So, here we go. Jim, you're 6'11", you weigh 90 pounds. Gumby has a better body than you. Boom. Roasted. Dwight, you're a kiss-ass. Boom. Roasted. Pam, you failed art school. Boom. Roasted. Meredith, you've slept with so many guys, you're starting to look like one. Boom. Roasted. Kevin, I can't decide between a fat joke and a dumb joke. Boom. Roasted. Creed, your teeth call. Your breath stinks. Boom. Roasted. Angela, oh, wait, where, where's Angela? Oh, oh, there you are. I didn't see you behind that grain of rice. Boom. Roasted. Stanley, you crush your wife during sex, and your heart sucks. Boom. Roasted. Oscar. You're gay. Boom. Roasted. Andy. Cornell call. They think you suck. And you're gayer than Oscar. Boom. Roasted. All right. All right. All right. You know I get. You know I get. You guys are the reason why I came into the paper business. So, uh, good night. God bless and, uh, get home soon.
1: They say that laughter is the best medicine, so, Stanley, you can throw away those pills. You are cured. Actually, you better hold on the pills just in case.